Hello and welcome to On the Menu with me, Sadia Osmani. Today on the show, I leave my kitchen to join my guest cook, Blake Evans Pritchard. He's all set to cook a scrumptious apple crumble with homemade vanilla custard. Now, is your mouth watering or what? Well, mine is, so I'm going to go off now to join him in his kitchen. I'll see you there. Well, here I am in the kitchen and I'm raring to go because apple crumble is one of my favourites. But let me just introduce you to my guest. Hello, Blake. Hello. Um, thank you so much for inviting me to your, to your apartment to actually cook this. Now, tell me, first of all, a little bit about yourself. What, what is it that you do? Well, I've been in Hong Kong for about five and a half years now, so I'm a journalist. I've been a journalist for 20 years. So at the moment, I cover the financial industry uh, for, for a magazine uh, called Risk, uh, so covering risk management of banks, which is uh, becoming increasingly important, partic right. particularly at the moment. Okay, well, that's your day job. So, so when you're not doing that, you enjoy cooking? Yeah, I've, I find cooking extremely relaxing. After a day of work, I, I love spending uh, hours in the kitchen putting something together. Unfortunately, I'm not the most uh, punctual cook, so the problem with me cooking for a family, um, I'm never invited to cook for the family because I usually finish cooking about 12 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we've actually decided that we're going to try and focus a little bit on some sort of classic UK recipes. Do you think the UK has a lot to offer or do you think people just don't know enough about the good food that's on offer there? I think it's slightly misunderstood, the UK, because it's not um, like Italy or France or Spain where you think of like fantastic food. But I think in the UK, there is a lot to offer. It depends how it's cooked. I guess um, a lot of UK food is fairly sort of uh, often regarded as quite heavy food because it's winter food, UK being a cold place. But I do think there are some quite special dishes if cooked in the right way. Uh, are not okay. bad. So memories of your childhood, what dishes come into mind? Yeah, rhubarb and custard was um, mm -hmm. a, 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 one of my favourite dishes. Actually, rhubarb crumble um, was cooked a lot by my mother. There was a lot of kind of stews, kind of beef stew and uh, dumplings. Mm, well, of. my mouth is watering now. Okay, so today we are making a classic apple crumble. So do you want to tell me what we need for this? You've got the ingredients in front of us at the moment. Yeah, so an apple crumble is a um, a kind of pie that um, is quite a frugal pie. So um, it was apparently created, you know, developed during the World War II when there was a lot of rationing. So the idea is that you have a crumble on the top rather than a pastry, so you don't need too many too, too, too much of the ingredients. So the crumble is formed by butter, flour, and, and sugar, but it is actually sort of crumbly rather than actually done as a pastry. Um, and then beneath that, you have kind of apple um, with a bit of cinnamon and, and, and sugar that stews in the oven. Um, and with that goes quite nicely sort of custards, which obviously you can have sort of packeted custard, but um, custard in the packet, but it's quite nice to sort of make your own. So you're making your own today? Yeah, which is quite simple to do, providing you do it slowly. <laughs> okay, well, we'll get going. Here 
Here we are now, all set to start the crumble. So what's the first thing we need to do then, Blake? Well, the first thing to do is actually to start the custard um, before I do the crumble because I want to make the custards, um, I want to put vanilla in the custard and make sure it infuses, which will take a little bit of time. So we can sort of put that on. So you're using whole milk for this? Yes, yeah, whole milk, which I I guess you can use uh, other milk as well. Um, you can also put cream in, but I find that some people put half milk, half cream, but I find that a bit too rich. Okay, so that's going into a saucepan. And you just do that on sort of quite low heat because you don't want to burn milk. Burn yeah, exactly, quite, quite low heat. I just want to sort of heat that up. I'm quite impressed you're making your own custard, so it's no sort of bird's custard powder or anything like that for you. <laughs> it, you no, no, it's, it's, it's quite easy to make your own custard. Um, the problem is that if you do it, if you take it too far with the heat, then the eggs will turn to scrambled eggs. Mm. So, yeah, so it's vanilla um, bean paste. What I'd usually do is use um, a vanilla pot mm -hmm. and scrape the seeds, but they're quite hard to find. So this is actually just as good. Um, so that's a nice pasty sort of gooey, <laughs> gooey paste of vanilla there, and that just goes into the milk. And the milk's getting slightly warm now, eh? Yes, yeah. Oh, it's nice to see a custard being made from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the next thing the next thing is to make the crumble, um, which requires 300 grams of flour, just plain flour, and 170 grams, five grams of sugar, and uh, 200 grams of butter, which is at room temperature. And you're going uh, for a light brown sugar here. Yes, yeah, a light brown sugar is... Because um, it's got a bit more texture, hasn't it? Because it's got a bit more texture. I mean, I, ideally it should be demerara sugar. Now, any kind of tips? You've, I've noticed you've got your butter out, so in terms of making the crumble, it's okay. Does the butter need to be soft? Is, mm. I've heard that maybe people go for more cold butter. Well, the butter should be at room temperature. Um, I took it out um, not too long ago because room temperature in Hong Kong is different from room temperature in the UK. Um, so it should be a little bit soft, otherwise it's difficult to work with. If you take it just straight out of the fridge, it would be quite hard. So now we're just starting the crumble and you've got the flour. You're going to just sieve it through into this metal bowl. Yeah. Yeah, I remember doing home economics and they all said, you know, sieve the flour because lots, as you do it, as you lift the sieve up, you know, the air goes into the flour yeah. and makes a lighter well, mixture. That's true. Although I don't know how that is as important for apple crumble, for a crumble yeah, mixture. pastry. Or, yeah. or compared to a cake or something, yeah. And then just put the sugar in. Okay, that's good. The sugar there. And then the butter should be, be cut into small cubes. Yeah, I can see that if it was a bit soft, it'd be difficult to certainly cut it at this that's, stage. That's true, actually, yeah. So it's not, it's not completely soft. So do you find um, when you're looking for sweet dishes, um, you know, things in Hong Kong, are, are you 
keen on some of the sweets here, do you find? Because sometimes lots of people, especially expats, find some of the sweets in Hong Kong so different to the, the sweets that they're used to. Yeah, I'm, I'm not actually particularly strong on sweets. I, you know, when I go out and eat something, I tend to eat, you know, sort of the main courses or something that's not so sweet. Uh, but I like cooking sweets. I mean, I like the sort of custard tarts in Hong Kong, I guess. Yeah, the Portuguese tarts. The Portuguese yeah. tarts, which, which also, from my childhood, I remember them quite strongly. Yeah. They're very, very kind of like typically English thing you get from a baker's. So, yeah. Apple crumble for me really just is one of the most comforting dishes you can have. It's just yeah. So I think a lot. Of, I think a lot of British food is like that. That uh, <laughs> it's had had for comfort. Yeah. And it's going back to sort of school dinners as well, and, and custard, <laughs> lumpy custard actually. Oh yes. Well, that's yeah. That's it is difficult. Uh, yeah, it's, it's quite easy to put lumps into custards and yeah. So just with just, the ends of your fingers, yeah? Yeah, just with the fingertips. Um, you just mix the sugar and the flour and the butter and kind of um, squeeze it between them, between your fingers. Um, so slightly different to how you'd make a kind of uh, standard pastry. And so that just kind of, until it's kind of like crumbs really, and so that it then sits on top of the um, apple crumble like that. So ideally you should make the crumble base before. Is that something that you once, that once it's completely ready in terms of being crumbly, are you going to put that away in the fridge for a little while? No, it just um, can be used immediately. So you can actually do it either way. You could do the apples first and then do the crumble or do the crumble and do right, So there's again. no, there's no uh, sequence here for no, you? No, no, you, nothing needs to rest or anything. Okay, now that crumble's looking good now. You've kind of just done it with your, your, the ends of your fingers and it's obviously changed colour because the butter has gone into the flour and you've still got kind of nice lumpy bits of... The, I think that's the trick, isn't it, with crumble, to still have a few lumpy bits of butter and to have the crumbs as well? Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, kind of, I guess. I mean, I try to sort of... I mean, there's a, for me, there's a few... There's probably different ways of doing it. For me, mm. there's a few too many lumps at the moment so I kind of want it to be a bit more consistent than that Foodie Focus on the menu for our Foodie Focus this week is cinnamon cinnamon is an evergreen tree characterised by oval shaped leaves thick bark and a berry fruit when harvesting the spice the inner bark and leaves are the primary parts of the plant used cinnamon is used as an aromatic spice and as a flavouring additive in a wide variety of cuisines, sweet and savoury dishes. The aroma and flavour of cinnamon derive from its essential oil. Ancient nations use cinnamon as a gift for monarchs and deities and in ancient Egypt to embalm mummies. It's used in the preparation of chocolate, especially in Mexico. Cinnamon is often used in savoury dishes of chicken and lamb in Turkish, Portuguese and Persian cuisine. In the United States, cinnamon and sugar are often used to flavour cereals, bread-based dishes such as toast and fruits, especially apples. In 2017, four countries, Indonesia, China, Vietnam and Sri Lanka, accounted for 99% of the world production of cinnamon. Ground cinnamon is a rich source of calcium, iron and vitamin K. 
time now to do the apples. Um, Blake, you've got some red apples here. Are there any sort of specific apples that you would choose when you make crumble? I mean, are you sometimes you know people go for Granny Smiths or sort of Coxes and things like that? Well, well, the typical apple to cook with is the Bramley. Everyone says the Bramley is kind of like the perfect kind of um, baking apple, um, possibly because it's not an apple you use for many other things. So. <laughs> It, it does tend to be the ones that, you know, most recipes will say sort of use Bramley. I'm actually using Gala here, mm-hmm. um, Royal Gala apples, and um, they're, they're kind of just as good. I mean, I guess what you want is is an apple. So Bramley is ideal. You want an apple that's going to stew a little bit, that's going to be, sort of become soft and not kind of fall apart. Okay, right. So, are you you're going to take the skin out, or yes, yeah. I'm going to sort of yeah, exactly. So I'm going to core all the apples, and then peel the apples, and then cut them into um, bite-sized pieces. So just cut them into just roughly into bite-sized chunks, and just put them straight into the dish. Mm-hmm. And the, in terms of the quantity of apples, I mean, you can put however, depends how big your dish is. Um, what I'm using is uh, five apples here, um, which is about 700 uh, grams, something like that. But obviously, you know, the more apples you have, the more um, sauce you'll have in the apple crumble. Mm. more filling so generally in Hong Kong I would say that sort of ingredients for sort of British um, you know dishes there's no problem about getting ingredients here are you do you find that some things are a bit of a problem um well I mean it depends how much you willing to pay for some of the ingredients I guess I mean to get some um, to make sort of the custard for example very hard to find vanilla pots Mm. Um, which can be found, but quite expensive. Um, and other things I'm, I miss, I mean, something that's really hard to find is, is smoked smoked haddock. Yes, um, for fish pie. Yeah, <laughs> so, so that's something I remember from my childhood, having a lot of sort of smoked fish and particularly sort of smoked haddock and, and mashed potato. And I used to love that. And I haven't really found anywhere that you can find. Put them at the bottom of the dish. And now I want to add a bit of cinnamon. So you're going to just leave those in the dish. You're not co- cooking them separately in a saucepan beforehand. Uh, no, just just leave them in the dish. And yeah, about a tea. Uh, it depends on how much cinnamon you like. About a sort of teaspoon of cinnamon um, with with the sugar. So um, kind of I'm using 50 grams of sugar. Um, the amount of sugar to use depends on uh, the uh, the sweetness of the apples. So. Um, for these, probably 50, sugar, 50 grams of sugar. Just sprinkle Just. the cinnamon sugar onto the apples, the cut apples in the dish. Yeah. And then, um, and then actually, I'm going to add a teaspoon of flour into the uh, into the apple to take away a little bit of the moisture. Be fine. And then uh, once that's finished, all you do is just put the crumb it on the top. It's nice because it goes into all the little crevices to where the apples are. Just gets it all. Yeah. 
make sure it's all, just make sure it's all all covered. Are you going to be pressing that down slightly, or are you just going to leave it as it is? No, just just leave it as it is. I think one thing you probably don't want to do is press it down too much, so it's just kind of like sits on there, um, not as a pastry, but just kind of as a as a as a topping. Just spread it uh, spread it over, I suppose, so it's it's even and goes into all the corners, and that's it. So that's the crumble, and that goes into a reasonably sort of hot oven for how long? goes into um, 180 degrees uh, centigrade for about 45 minutes. If you like this recipe, you can download it now from Sadia's Facebook page. Sadia Osmani on Radio 3 RTHK. You're just going to start on the custard now. You've got the milk and the saucepan, which is warmed up, which is infused with the vanilla. What's the next step then, Blake? Okay, so it's very simple. I mean, custard is just uh, egg yolks, sugar, and uh, milk. But the tricky thing with custard is if you boil it, um, the eggs can separate and become scrambled eggs. So that's the tricky bit, and that's why people are often quite scared of doing custard. And we put the uh, sugar in. So 35 grams, 35 grams of just uh, ordinary granulated sugar. Granulated sugar, yeah. Just going to bring the milk back up to the boil, well, not to, to below the boiling point. So what I want to do is just bring the milk, heat, heat up the milk, and then pour it into the egg mixture. Another good trick is to add um, a couple of teaspoons of. Uh, of corn flour, which I'll do as well, um, which also sort of helps it thicken up. And it's, it's, with the corn flour, it's better to put it in with the egg and the sugar and, and whisk like this, rather than try and put it into the hot mixture because otherwise you're gonna get lumpy corn flour. And pour it into the egg mixture. The trick is to like whisk constantly to make sure that it doesn't curdle. That's nice. And then just pour it back in to the to the saucepan. And by doing it that way, you make sure you're not pouring the eggs into something that's too hot yeah. and unlikely yeah. to curdle. So now we just turn the heat back on and just heat it up to about 70 to 75 degrees. Um, when you're experienced in custard, you can kind of um, feel it, I guess. And, and just to try not to take it to 100. So the temperature of the milk when you poured, the, poured it into the eggs was about what, about 70? It, it was actually about 65, because okay. um, I was wary about pouring something that was too hot, um, which would destroy the eggs. It's the egg yolks, obviously, in the custard, which give it that slight tinge of yellow there, a nice sort of creamy coloured. Yes, yeah, exactly. exactly. This is where the, the powdered custard just gets too bright yellow, doesn't it? That's true. So this is quite a sort of um, light yellow. Uh, 
Yeah. And at the moment, it's quite uh, watery. So you pick it up, and um, it doesn't on, on the whisk. It doesn't uh, drip, drip. It just doesn't hold on to the whisk at all. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like milk at the moment. So when you sort of continue doing this for sort of five, six, seven minutes, um, and it reaches a certain temperature, it will start thickening. So the crumble's getting quite brown, so just to give it a little bit longer, you've just covered it with a little bit of silver foil just on the top, just to protect the top. Yeah, just to protect the top, because um, it doesn't matter too much how long the bottom cooks for, it can cook for a little bit longer to make sure it's nice and sort of syrupy and and stewy, but the top, um, if you start burning the top, you have an inedible dish, so... Right, well, this is the bit I like the most. We have got the apple crumble out of the oven and it is looking beautiful. You can see the pictures on Facebook and the custard is all ready to go. So this is my favourite bit, as I said. Blake, you're going to kind of go into there and get a portion out so I can give it a taste. Oh, lovely and crumbly. It's good. And it's piping hot. And the the edge bits obviously have more crumble on because it's slipped down the sides. Okay, that's great. That's fine. And uh, it's looking lovely. And so we've got the custard as well. So we'll just drizzle a little bit of custard on that. This is bringing back memories of my childhood here. So the custard goes on there. That looks beautiful. And I will give it a taste. And let me just try it. Now, I can see it's lovely and crispy. I'm just going to... This is my favourite bit here. Let's try that. Get some custard on there as well. Mmm. Now, you can probably hear the crunch. Oh, that's lovely. And there's something about crumble which is just so, um, oh my God, it's hard, it's hard to express in words, actually, because crumble is such a comforting dish. Now, I'm just going to grab a little bit with the apple and a little bit more of the crust. I'm not going to let Blake have any of this, actually. I shall just try it myself and uh, try that again. And, you know, you're right, Blake. The um, vanilla custard is just beautiful. I can just... The fragrance of vanilla is coming through. And I can also, you know, the cinnamon. But that's what good crumble is about. It's that sort of cinnamon, the crunchiness. And try this again. Mmm. Oh, that's heavenly. (laughs) This just takes me back to my childhood and a cold winter day and having a lot a nice warm custard but i think you know this is obviously you can adapt this and you can have it serve this with ice cream as well can't you yeah instead yeah, of ice custard cream is good uh, particularly sort of yeah a warm uh, summer's day ice cream would be a very nice way of uh, having that yeah so how do you think blake has it has the crumble come out the way you wanted it has which is a relief yeah <laughs> it, it has come out so well this is absolutely delicious and i think you know i'm just going to go and sit in a corner and just finish the big plate off and there is a nice big dish so i'm not going to finish it all off for you blake but i want to thank you very much blake for taking part in on the menu today it's been absolutely delightful and um I just want to say that, like, you know, the recipe is available on my Facebook page and the pictures. Um, thank you once again. Okay. Th- thanks for having me. And um, I'll be back next week with On the Menu, so make sure you tune into the program. For now, for this week, it's me, Sadia Osmani, signing off for now, and I shall see you next week in the kitchen. Bye-bye.